Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Sex, Love, and Addiction. This show was created to provide accurate expert information and support for those seeking insight into the painful realities of cheating and infidelity, sex and porn addiction, as well as the relationship between chronic drug abuse and paired sexual behavior, commonly known as chemsex. I'm your host, Dr. Rob Weiss, a licensed therapist, addiction specialist, sexologist, clinical educator, and author of 10 books on intimacy, addiction, sexuality, and relationship health. This podcast is a forum for discussing sex, love, and addiction in frank, fact-based, informative ways. My primary goal is to bring you clear advice, opinions, and feedback from some of the world's most renowned experts in human sexuality, trauma, addiction, mental health, and relationship intimacy. This show is sponsored by Seeking Integrity Treatment Programs, which are also dedicated to providing expert-focused, highly specialized residential treatment for men struggling with sex, porn, and related addictions. You can learn more about Seeking Integrity and my work there at www.seekingintegrity.com. Now let's get started. I think for women uh, in particular, and I imagine this is true as well for uh, male uh, or female same-sex partners, the imagined ideal sex partner uh, who is present in pornography, the, the person who f- experiences the betrayal feels like they can't compete I, you know, I've had people say to me, how do I com- compete with a porn star? <laughs> how these people are photoshopped, they are ideal body types, or they are different body types, but specifically tailored uh, genres of porn. Are they fake parts? To every, ta- every taste, fake parts. Um, and the partner can be infinitely changing and rapidly changing uh, when things are streamed on pornography sites. Mm-hmm. So how can I compete with that? And I can never be the ideal sexual partner for my mate. And in addition, um, particularly I think for females, but I imagine this is true for uh, males as well, that we experience body dysphoria, unhappiness with our own bodies, mm being very self-critical of our own Mm -hmm. bodies, for partners who are aging, um, have had children, have had life happen. I don't have a pristine young adult body anymore. And so how do I compete with what you're seeing on pornographic sites? The additional piece is that when you're engaged with pornography, you're not engaged with me. So if your time and attention and emotional um, energy and, and your mental space is taken up with either a preoccupation about watching porn, actually watching porn, sometimes when I am present in the same house with you, or I've had uh, many couples say I, I discovered that he was watching pornography when I was sleeping next to him mm-hmm. or I was in the next room. You've checked out of our relationship. You're not available for relationship with me when you're doing that. Well, and you're right. I've heard people sneaking off to the restroom in the middle of the night or their mastery next to a partner, which I can only imagine how that would make a partner feel. Here you are 
You could be curled up around me. We could be in close. It doesn't necessarily have to be sex, but you're not just lying on the bed on the other side of the bed, reading people magazine. You're lying on the other side of the bed, pleasuring yourself when I'm right here. And what's wrong with me? And I really, by the way, want to want to comment on what you said, which is, yes, part of the betrayal is, well, I don't look like that. Well, I could never look like that. Well, since I'm aging, you don't seem to like the body that I've had as I've aged. You want what I had 20 years ago. And I think what you're talking about is it isn't just betrayal of the relationship. It's this huge self-doubt that comes up for the partner. Exactly. Yes. You know, one of the words you mentioned before we go on to talk a little bit more specifically about the porn solution. By the way, the book is called The Porn Solution Relationship Repair After Pornography Betrayal. I think that's a better way of really going through the whole thing. Nice book title. So my question is, use the word trauma. And that seems a rather extreme word to talk about this kind of a situation. What did you, why would you use that word? I mean, trauma is like being hit by a car. That's how I think about trauma. Well, we do know that betrayed partners, the vast majority, according to some research uh, that Barbara Steffens, who helped found APSATS, the Association for Partners of Sex Addicts, Trauma Specialist Organization, um, her research showed that most of the female betrayed partners Uh, experienced enough symptoms to qualify for a diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder so that they may experience difficulty with eating, sleeping, they will have uh, nightmares, they will experience physical disorders, gastric distress, anxiety, depression, well, that's like what you're talking about with these two couples kind of regulating each other or creating a exactly. system of peace with each other in their bodies and their minds and in their spirits. And then one of them is completely out of sync. Exactly. And there's been a rupture of the intimate bond between us as partners. And this feels devastating and dangerous. I go back to attachment and what we are born into relationship, and we depend upon other human beings for our very survival. Mm -hmm. So in order to thrive as a human being, we need intimate connection with at least one other human being. Mm -hmm. In our early life experience, it's with parents or other adult caregivers, and we replicate that experience in adulthood with our intimate partner, there is another person that I can turn to for nurturing and connection. And what matters most in an intimate relationship is to feel seen, heard, and understood by your partner. I just, I want to say to the single folks here that we're not only talking about intimate romantic relationships. That when I am deeply involved, and not everyone's in a relationship of that kind, but I am deeply, but we do need to depend on people and we do need to have the intimacy of trust and caring. But that could be with two friends, that could be with, with myself and people in my church. It doesn't have to be a romantic partner. 
but that the elements that we're talking about that bond people are the same across the board. And I want to make sure that that you, well, I want to make sure that that is something you would reflect, considering you really wrote about marriages, basically. Yeah. So when we're when we've found someone that we deeply connect with, then the the need is to be again experiencing that deep connection. When you have turned away from me, your partner and engaged in literally taking your own needs into your own hands without oh, no. connecting That's, with me. I don't think, okay, we, we can't do that metaphor. That, <laughs> um, we, when, when you have turned away from me relationally, it feels like a rupture in our connection and the need is to feel deeply connected to one another. So this goes to one of our other colleagues, Michelle Mays, has talked about attachment ambivalence. Mm. And one of the things that is so uh, dysregulating for the betrayed partner is the experience of, I, I love you and I want to repair with you. I want to be close to you. I want to have sex with you. And then a part of my brain is screaming at me, mm. You're not safe for me. Mm -hmm. You've lied to me. You've hurt me deeply. You've betrayed me. So this enormous ambivalence mm -hmm. internally that we have, and that is a roller coaster that takes not only the betrayed partner on a ride, but the coupleship now is on this roller coaster ride of highs of, you know, where we feel closer than ever and we feel like we're going to come through this together stronger than ever to deep despair. We can't do this. I just want the pain to stop. We're going to have to break up. How could we ever move forward together? So how do, you know, you, you have a lot of information in the book about how a couple recovers from this kind of betrayal trauma which is a great term. How do you work on this? Especially, I want to say, if you haven't had a lot of therapy, if you're not particularly well-versed at reflecting or talking about this in a, maybe in such a um, kind way, or how do couples, especially couples who don't have the resources for therapy or that kind of thing, how do they find a way past this? Well, I share with couples um, in the later section of the book, exactly how to go about this repair. And it, it is all about creating safety in the relationship. I will often say safety is job one. Everything that we do to repair as couples is about creating safety in the relationship. The way to do that is to have safe conversations with each other. And we do that by having simple rules, like one person talks at a time and the other person listens and simply mirrors back, this is what I hear you saying. Did I get you? The person who is sharing has the opportunity then to correct, no, that's not exactly what I said. Because when we have emotional conversations with each other, these, these are important conversations, we often don't hear clearly. Our brains have internal chatter. 
we may want to hear something or imagine that we're hearing something our partner hasn't actually said. So we slow everything down and we give each person the opportunity to feel seen, heard, and understood. And there is an um, exercise called a Thanos, F-A-N-O-S, which is a daily check-in around this, which is really what you're trying to explain to us is that there's a, a time taken. It's specific. It's when we both sit down. Kids have gone to bed or, you know, mom's not calling, whatever that is. And we're looking at each other and I'm saying things to you and you're listening. And then you say back to me, I think you said this. And then I can correct you. And then we turn around and do it the other way. And what you're talking about is really understanding what the other person is saying. And I, I wanted to make a comment to you about the idea, and this is a therapy idea, content versus process. And I think one of the things that couples struggle with, if this makes sense, is I'm talking about content, which is this is not a big deal. And look, the porn is not about you. And I don't understand what's what's going on with me. And I'm looking at the, the actual thing that I did and what it means. And, and you're saying, but it hurt me. And we kind of miss each other in the process of my trying to prove a point to you so you can understand what it looks like in a book. And you're saying to me, I don't care about all that. What I care about is to hurt my feelings. And it sounds like that's part of what these couples have to come to terms with. It is. And we need to understand this is a key piece that we are different. So we are each having a different experience of the same situation. And I say that you are both traumatized by this experience in different ways. The person who's had mm. hidden behavior, whatever your reasons were for not sharing it with your partner, having your hidden private behavior discovered in an upsetting way for your partner creates trauma for you. And the person who discovered what they did not know about their partner is traumatized by that. We're reacting to the same situation, but we have radically different experiences and we're not the same person. And I can't assume I know what is going on inside of you. So we need to be able to share that with each other in a safe way. We slow everything down and create very intentional ways of listening and sharing with each other that have what I call guardrails. So we're not going to go careening off the side of a cliff into an hours long conversation that goes in circles. Mm. We don't even remember how we got into this. And now it's three o'clock in the morning. We're both exhausted and dysregulated angry. Well, upset, wait, wait, that sounds like every marriage I've ever seen. Exactly. Well, but, and, but the difference is that some folks are able to resolve this and some people could keep rolling and rolling around, right. not hearing each other. So let me ask you this last question. What do you want people to get out of this? What do you think they're actually going to, uh, the porn's okay. Porn's not okay. What exactly do you think that you wanted to get from this? The very first piece that I want couples to have is a sense of hope mm. that right now, when your relationship is in a state of crisis, to know that that's not predictive of where you're going to end up. 
that when both people are engaged in the work, and here's the good news for the person whose behavior has upset their partner, most betrayed partners will stay with the relationship and hold space to see what can happen mm. because they are bonded to you. I love you. They want this to work. I love right. you. And I really want to be with you, which is why this is so enormously mm -hmm. painful. If I didn't care so much, it wouldn't hurt so much. Mm -hmm. So there's hope in this that we absolutely can not only repair, but we can strengthen and have a deeper, more satisfying relationship than ever. Well, I'm going to give you, we're going to do the Vogue magazine Red Book uh, version of this, which is if there were three things that I, if I'm the person who betrayed you and did things behind your back and all of that, what are three things that you think I should do? And and vice versa, if I'm the person who's been betrayed, what do you think there are three things that you think I should do? And I'm guessing for, by the way, for the person who's been cheating with the porn, the answer is stop. That's the first yes. answer I would think. So the, the key things for the person who's engaged in the betrayal behavior to do is to first, yes, stop the behavior. And along with that, stop defending, explaining, minimizing, acknowledge. You can express remorse. I can see that this deeply hurt you, and I am so sorry, and I have stopped engaging that behavior, and tell your partner, I am committed to doing what it takes to regain your trust, and then show them. Start getting help with a person who is qualified in this specialty area, a certified sex addiction therapist, whether or not you identify, if you have resources, or seek out the many free resources like seekingintegrity.com, sexandrelationshiphealing.com, the websites that you and your colleagues have created, Dr. Rob. Because they're free. To provide free resources to people. Mm -hmm. And many of these are listed in the back of my book in the resource mm -hmm. guide, as well as all of the wonderful books and self-help guides yeah. that our colleagues have written, including Carol Jurgensen Sheets, Help Her Heal, Help Them Heal, Dr. Mary Franz, The Trust Solution. So many of our colleagues, all of the books that you've written, Dr. Rob, that are so helpful. Out of the Doghouse is one that I frequently recommend that the betraying partner get and read immediately. So show your partner that you're doing the work of getting help if you can see a therapist or availing yourself of these free resources and reassure them that you are committed to regaining their trust by showing up mm -hmm. every day with your doing what you say. If you say you're going to be home at six o'clock, mm. be home at six o'clock. Call me or, first. Or call me mm -hmm. first, because when you don't show up, that creates anxiety. Mm -hmm. And anxiety is a withdrawal from your emotional savings account with your partner. Mm -hmm. So don't create more anxiety for them. Show up in this way and let them know that you're committed. And for the partner who's been betrayed, 
A, getting educated by reading some of these resources and also availing yourself of the support resources like the wonderful drop-in groups that you have at sexandrelationshiphealing.com for betrayed partners. Get educated and understand that everything you're experiencing is normal under the circumstances Mm -hmm. and you can facilitate your own healing by getting support and understanding uh, what you're going through. And I want to say to you partners, before we talk about the book briefly, that what you feel matters and what is upsetting you matters. And it doesn't matter whether the person with you says it's no big deal or why are you making a big deal out of this? Or, you know, I love you or, you know, what, what matters is you have to trust what you feel and you have to hold on to it. Even if the person you love is not willing to accept it. Otherwise you start to go a little crazy. And if I ignore what I'm feeling long enough, I think as Dr. Shahar said, I'm going to have physical and emotional problems myself. Um, so trust your gut. If it makes you uncomfortable, there's a reason, even if the other person says you shouldn't be upset with that. Well, you are upset and that's what matters. Exactly. I always, I always say to betrayed partners, your body never lies. Mm-hmm. Listen to your body and pay attention to it. It doesn't necessarily tell you what it means, but it is telling you information all the time. So my stomach is churning. Uh, my hands yes. are shaking. I'm sweating. I'm have no desire to eat. And I was hungry. Anyway, let, let me ask this because we need to stop. And by the way, Dr. Shahar, we could talk forever. Wait, and that's just about this. Yeah. So how can people find, and I'm going to say it again, the porn solution relationship repair after pornography betrayal. How can they find that? Well, the porn solution is available on Amazon. It's also available through the publisher Sano, S-A-N-O Press. And uh, the uh, way to reach me, which also has a link to to the book, is my website, uh, it has no punctuation, so it is Dr. D.R. Sandra, S-A-N-D-R-A, Shahar, S-H-A-C-H-A-R.com. Dr. Sandra Shahar, S-H-A-C-H-A-R.com. And what will they find on your site? Can they connect with you? Can they have therapy with you? Can they do a couple session? Because you don't need to go for therapy to get forever. Maybe you just need to get set on the right road. How would reaching out to you help more directly? So I am always happy to have a uh, brief free consult with couples and see how I can be of help. If I'm not a good fit for you, for whatever reason, I am happy to identify one of my colleagues who would be better able to serve you. And I have free resources, articles, links to other things on my website, um, articles written specifically about this topic for couples to be able to use. And I am always happy to receive your call and see how I can be of help and point you in the right direction to receive help. And I want to say to all of you that I, I love therapists for the most part. Some of us are a little crazy, but I, you know, but one of the things I really don't think identifies a good therapist is what, what Dr. Shara is talking about, which is it isn't just on her website. Come see me. 
sign up for me. Here's how you make an appointment. There's information to support you. There's direction. There's books. There's support. There's, I mean, we are here not just to make money, although hopefully we can survive and pay our rent. We are in service to you as clients. We put our lives aside and focus on you in that time we spend together. And if we are doing that just in the office, that's nice. But if we can give things away, especially to people who don't have the resources, that is what both of us are trying to do. And please take advantage of us. Use us. That's what we're here for. And, you know, Dr. Shahar, uh, I think I've used you today um, but to give the best answers, the most qualified. And, you know, I have to say your compassion and kindness is really important. You're not judging either member of the partnership. You're trying to bring it bring the partnership in its own light and heal it for both people. Is there any last things that you want to say to anybody or say to the folks before we uh, close our podcast? Well, Dr. Rob, I just want to say um, how meaningful it is to me to be able to do this work. And I think it is uh, for you as well and all of our colleagues, as you've said, who engage in this work, that it's not a job for us in many ways. It's a calling. It's something that we're passionate about in helping others um, because we know what it's like to be in pain and to struggle with many of these issues ourselves and our relationships and just the, the enormous transformation that can come in having actual serenity peace and harmony within yourself and in your relationship is the best gift that we can help others find and have for ourselves. So, And I want to add one thing to that, which is if you have children, this affects them. The distancing, the keeping of secrets, the underlying frustrations and feeling unheard, they feel all of that. And so their reasons to heal are disruptions and our misunderstandings of each other. It isn't just us. It affects everyone that we love. Thank you, Dr. Shahar. I, I really hope people go out and buy the book. I really hope they go to your website because the information there is going to help couples no matter where they're at in these kinds of situations. Thank you again. I hope you join us again. And by the way, when, when are you writing the workbook? Well, Dr. Rob, that's a good question, but it's, um, yes, I will put that on my to-do list for 2024. (laughs) All right. Glad to hear it. Folks, thank you for listening. And as you know, you can reach us through seekingintegrity.com. And as always, I love to do this if it's helpful for you. Take good care. Hi, this is Dr. Rob again. Thank you for joining us today. If this show has inspired you to seek further information for yourself or someone you love, I encourage you to visit our Treatment Center website, which is www.seekingintegrity.com. There you'll find some useful information about the residential treatment we provide, which I think is some of the best, most useful, short-term, effective, intensive care you can find for sexual addiction and compulsivity, as well as combined drug sex or chemsex problems. On SeekingIntegrity.com, you can find some useful advice and direction for healing. And don't forget, if you want to write me about this podcast or reach any of my guests, please write me at Rob at SeekingIntegrity.com. I really look forward to our next time together. Take good care.